Welcome to the family. I'm George. I'm Lynn. I'm Kaylin. I'm Rain. I'm Bella. And this is Family Bible Breakdown. Each month we invite you into our living room as we get together and break down stories from the Bible. So let's get started. Genesis 15 verses 1 through 6 and then we're going to jump to chapter 16. The Lord's covenant with Abram. After this, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your very great reward. But Abram said, Sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless, and the one who will inherit my estate is Eliezer of Damascus? And Abram said, You have given me no children, so a servant in my household will be my heir. Then the word of the Lord came to him, This man will not be your heir, but a son who is your own flesh and blood will be your heir. He took him outside and said, Look up at the sky and count the stars. If indeed you can count them, then he said to him, So shall your offspring be. Abram believed the Lord, and he credited it to him as righteousness. Now chapter 16. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, had borne him no children, but she had an Egyptian slave named Hagar. So she said to Abram, The Lord has kept me from having children. Go, sleep with my slave. Perhaps I can build a family through her. Abram agreed to what Sarai said. So after Abram had been living in Canaan ten years, Sarai, his wife, took her Egyptian slave Hagar and gave her to her husband to be his wife. He slept with Hagar and she conceived. When she knew she was pregnant, she began to despise her mistress. Then Sarai said to Abram, You are responsible for the wrong I am suffering. I put my slave in your arms, and now that she knows she is pregnant, she despises me. May the Lord judge between you and me. Your slave is in your hands, Abram said. Do with her whatever you think best. Then Sarai mistreated Hagar, so she fled from her. The angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring in the desert. It was the spring that is beside the road of Shur. And he said, Hagar, slave of Sarai, where have you come from, and where are you going? I'm running away from my mistress, Sarai, she answered. Then the angel of the Lord told her, Go back to your mistress and submit to her. The angel added, I will increase your descendants so much that they will be too numerous to count. The angel of the Lord also said to her, You are now pregnant, and you will give birth to a son. You shall call him Ishmael, for the Lord has heard of your misery. He will be a wild donkey of a man. His hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand against him, and he will live in hostility towards all his brothers. She gave the name to the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me, for she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. That is why the well was called Ber Lahai Ro. It is still there, between Kadesh and Bered. So Hagar bore Abram a son, and Abram gave the name Ishmael to the son she had born. Abram was 86 years old when Hagar bore him Ishmael. So here we have Abram, 
and Sarai, yeah. and then Hagar, right? He, these are the three players in our story. Yeah. yeah. So we know that, let's talk about the background, right? So we started in chapter 15, mm -hmm. and this is where we see that Abraham Abram mm -hmm. receives the promise from God yeah. that um, his descendants are going to be numerous and mm -hmm. that he himself is going to have a child. Yeah. Well, not he himself, but you know, <laughs> it's going to be his son, yeah. his child. Um, so he here we have that. So he knows, okay, oh, God told me that yeah. I'm going to have an heir. It's mm -hmm. going to be my heir. It's not going to be who I thought it would be because, yeah. you know, yeah. at the time that Abram gets this promise from God, he was 70 years old. Wow. He Sheesh. was past, he was an old dude. Yeah. He, he was past that age of, you know, um, having children. <laughs> and so this was a big deal to get a promise like this. Yeah. So yeah. he was 70 and God speaks this to him that he's going to have this, that he's going to have descendants that are numerous. Mm -hmm. And, um, so Sarai, she was past childbearing age. And yet here is a promise from God that if you really think about it, doesn't make sense because yeah. they were past the age that you would have normally had kids. Mm -hmm. But if you look at God's numerous miracles, he always does things that seems impossible. Exactly. Like they were past the age to have children, but mm -hmm. God said that you're going to have descendants as the stars. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like that's just how God rolls. God <laughs> always rolls. stuff that you'll least expect. Mm -hmm. You know what I love about this story, too, is that um, it came from a conversation that Abram had with God. You know, yeah. like he said, God, you know, because he had just finished coming back from war mm -hmm. and God gave him this promise. And mm -hmm. God was basically telling him, you know, you're having a great reward. I am your shield. I'm going to cover you. So he took the opportunity to say, God, well, you know what? You know, I, I got a little bit of a concern. I got a little bit of a question. Yeah. I'm your reward. And I got all these blessings coming my way but I can't even bear a child. My wife can't bear a child. Yeah. You know, what's going to happen to my property, to my yeah. heir? Where is my stuff going to go? Am I going to have to be forced to leave it to to my servants? Yeah. You know, and what does God do? God does, should I say? He takes them outside and tells them, count the stars. Mm -hmm. You know, that's going to be your inheritance. Yeah. That's going to be your children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he receives this promise from God, right? Let's see. Like, like my husband said, he took the opportunity that he's having this conversation with God to ask God for this. And I think that that's a good reminder for us that we can come to God yeah. and we can ask God for whatever it is that we need, yeah. no matter where we are in our life. Mm -hmm. How amazing is it that God gives them a promise, right? Even though they're out of childbearing age, yeah. Yeah. not just for him, but think about Sarai. Like back in biblical yeah. times, if a woman would, could not give her husband an heir, mm -hmm. Yeah. In those times, like her husband could divorce her. Yeah. yeah. Like that's how big it was to not wow. be able to produce a child, yeah. not to be able to have an heir. And here she is, she's gone through the majority of her life and she's at this age now where she's past this childbearing age. Yeah. And after she's waited for so long, watched everybody else around her have kids here, she's like, now I'm hearing this, that this is going to happen now. Yeah. Think at about how age. she must, yeah, at that age. Think about how she must have felt. At this age, she heard that she was going to have children, but it takes a little while, like, to be in that process. So mm -hmm. she just found out that she's going to have children, and she's probably going to have to wait even more mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. that child to come yeah. on that earth. So that's probably like, oh, my gosh, like, that's a lot of waiting. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I'm, and I'm sure at that point, I mean, think about it. I know as somebody that, um, you know, I had miscarriages and all of that and the pain of that, mm -hmm. there's pain with infertility. Yeah. There's, that's a real pain that yeah. happens, you mm -hmm. know, and that you feel like, especially in those times, that's what made you a quote, woman mm -hmm. if yeah. you could bear children and that's mm -hmm. how you were seen then by yeah. society mm -hmm. um it's not really you know it, it's just how society was at that point in time yeah so the pain that she carried to not be able to fulfill which maybe she thought was her purpose wow. on this earth mm -hmm. which was to have children and um i know that at one point even when her husband comes to talk to her she she has this conversation with him where she's you know i think she's a little bit in her feelings a little mm -hmm. bit in her disappointment yeah. she's looking at the clock tick tock mm -hmm. and going okay i guess i missed my window i know god said this but like here's the reality of where i'm at yeah. Yeah. and sometimes we forget to not focus so much on our reality mm -hmm. but to trust what god has spoken yeah. and so she has this conversation with him and she decides to come up with a plan b and her plan B, she's going to set it up. She's going to take matters into her own hands. Yeah. And she's like, all right, if this is going to happen, I'm going to have to step in and give God a hand over here, you know? And sometimes when we don't want to wait in the waiting season and we try to rush it, sometimes it takes even longer yeah. for the promise because there's a whole purpose in the waiting season. God mm. wants to show you and reveal That's stuff good. to yes. you that this is important. And how can you do that when you're trying to have your own plan? Mm -hmm. And yeah. so when you're trying to have your own plan, it, it's going to take longer so that God can show you this waiting season is important for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we end up delaying things and we can even end up robbing ourselves from mm. the blessing yes. for, for what God intended us for because right. he has a plan for everything. So yeah. when we try and make it our own plan, we could actually end up robbing ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And like my girl says, sometimes in that waiting season, in that waiting you know, in that place, mm -hmm. there's something that God wants to teach you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. You know, so there's a time of teaching. There's a time of learning mm -hmm. that happens in that waiting season. Yeah. Yes. I could just hear this whole conversation like, okay, husband, come over here. Listen, <laughs> this is not working out the way I wanted. I thought I would have had kids by now already. Yeah. So this is what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's when we have to be so careful yes. that we do not interrupt the plan of God. Exactly. Because mm -hmm. she took matters into her own hands and yeah. it was out of pain she was human mm -hmm. yeah. it was her humanity kicked in <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. she her feelings kicked in and yeah. led her to a place that god never intended for her yep. he intended for her to be the one to provide the air so she has this conversation with her husband like Okay, if this is what God said, I believe that he's going to give you, but maybe it's not with me. So let me mm. go get you this Egyptian slave girl yeah. that was their slave and you can just use her. Mm -hmm. And she directs her husband to go and sleep with this <laughs> girl. Crazy. Think about how she, that even in itself must have made her feel as a woman. Yeah. Yes. I got to know that my husband's about to go step in with someone else wow. yes. and go sleep with her. And he's going to come out of that. Mm -hmm. And I know what's going to happen, that this woman is not going to carry the promise that's supposed to be mine. Yeah. As people, we want to control everything. So because Sarai didn't get her promise the way she thought it was going to come, yeah. she decided to make that plan B. Yeah. And I feel like that's so relevant 
for today because we're in a society where we want everything here and now. Yeah. That Amazon same day delivery. Exactly. Yeah. Two hour delivery wait. now. You get it in two hours. We don't want to wait five days, yeah. five to seven business days. We have yeah. to have it now. Yeah. And because of that, we want to control everything. Mm-hmm. So she knew she heard the promise from God mm-hmm. and she believed that she was going to get it. Wow. But because she didn't get it, how she thought was going to happen or when she or thought, when yeah. she thought it was going to happen, she decided, okay, I'm going to make this promise happen. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No matter how I have to make it happen, yeah. I'm going to get it. Even if you have to go sleep with, Hey, wow. yes. Yeah. So here's this poor Egyptian slave girl that now has been pulled into this mess. Wow. Mm-hmm. She has been pulled into a marriage, really. Yeah. She and the, she's stuck in the middle of this marriage because there was a Sarai just wouldn't wait on the Lord. There's a timing, there's a Kairos moment yeah. for everything that God has spoken. Mm-hmm. And that it was an appointed time, but she didn't want to wait. She she let her feelings, her lack of, you know, where she was in society, mm-hmm. how she, everything just like piled into one, all those emotions. And she ends up making this mistake to bring this. And now... The whole dynamic has just shifted. It's like, oh, Nelly, here we go. I can only imagine Hagar, this poor girl, she didn't want to get involved in this. Mm -hmm. But as the mistress and as the slave, she didn't have a choice. She didn't have a choice. She was forced into a situation that was never intended to happen in the first place. Yeah, that's right. Yes, it was. I mean, I I feel for her. And and at the same time, it's like, I feel for both. Because how many of us have been guilty of that? How many of us, when we're in a waiting season, we become desperate. We start to doubt. We start to question. Mm -hmm. How is this really going to happen? Is this really going to happen? Did God really say? Mm -hmm. And doesn't it just remind you even of, 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 you know, uh, of how the enemy came to to Adam and Eve and like, did God really say? Mm -hmm. It's the same tact. There's nothing new under the sun. (laughs) The devil's still trying to come with us same old stuff and yep. we still fall for it and yeah. you see yeah. it even here where she's starting to question and to wonder and all of that yeah. and so I, I i feel bad because now they're in this 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 whole mess it's like a telenovela it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's it a soap opera it's like the other woman and now here's the slave girl who up until this point had served her so faithfully mm. and now her heart gets shifted And now the mistress that she looked at and looked up to and obeyed and admired, now she despises her. (laughs) And that just shows when you want to do your own plans, everything changes. Mm -hmm. Because even Hagar's perspective changed because of one mistake that she made. So just follow God's timing. When you follow God's timing, there is stuff that you don't know Mm -hmm. that will work out. It'll be good. You don't have to deal with all this extra craziness that now is in the pot because of the decision that you made by being led by your feelings but also put yourself in Hagar's shoes okay here she is she heard them always speaking about God's promise God's promise God's promise she was told to sleep with my she was told Mm -hmm. to sleep with her husband yeah Yeah. and now she's having a child for him Mm -hmm. in her mind she might say this is God's promise Mm. (laughs) that's true that's true if I'm carrying the promise why am I just a servant girl? Yeah, that's true. And think about it. She was this young girl who who did not have a husband. And now she's not just been used in this way but now she's pregnant wow. from the man that has used her and she's and she despises her mistress and now you got this triangle this love triangle or you know Messy. happening where now you know 
Sarai starts looking at Abraham like, hey, like, you know, <laughs> why you did that? You know? Yeah. And he's looking at her like, seriously? You told me to. Yeah, like, are, like, are you okay? Like, did you not tell me to go and do that? Yeah. This is when, uh, like you said, honey, the telenovela kicks in. Yeah. The blaming game. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, Sarai is going, no, it's your fault. Why did you sleep with her? Mm-hmm. He's stepping back going, I slept with her because you told you me. You told yeah. me to. <laughs> yeah. And then you have a high guy say, well, I'm having your promised child. Why are you treating Treating me this way, yeah. I'm the chosen one. <laughs> yeah. You know, and everybody. Now we got a mess, and it's like you know, it, it goes back to the garden, right? Yes. When Adam mm. said, "It's the woman you gave wow. me," like yes. the blame game. Yes. We're playing the blame and that's game what Abraham here. Is doing. Abraham is going, "Well, God, you." <laughs> I mean, what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that so like us? Like, when things don't go our way, we yes. immediately start pointing fingers. Yes. Like, even though it was Sarai's idea, uh-huh. she's immediately telling Abram, like, you're the reason why I'm suffering. Yeah. <laughs> she was the one who had the yeah, idea. Yeah, she didn't yeah. take ownership. Mm-hmm. She acted like this is being done to her, but it yeah. wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes back to the whole root of this is trusting God. Yeah. yeah. They, she didn't trust God yes. or believe that it was going to come to pass. Timing is hmm. nothing to to the Lord. Mm. He oh, does not man. go by the clock of this earth. Exactly. He got his own clock. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but in, in that respect, he didn't trust God either. Because mm. he could have always said, no, you know, mm. let's wait on God. This isn't yeah. how God said it would exactly. take place. Yeah. This, God gave us a word, let's exactly. be faithful and wait yeah. on God. But yeah. no, he, I guess his faith was doubting too. Yeah. And he, yeah. he listened to his wife. He, he, he listened and went the other way, the way that God never intended for them. So now Hagar starts being mistreated because when Sarai goes back to Ab- Abram, he tells her, this is on you. You you go do however, whatever you want. Yeah. And Sarai starts to mistreat Hagar. Mm. She's mistreating a pregnant woman. Yeah. She is. That, that's horrible. That's like <laughs> at a whole other level because the yeah. Bible says despise. And back then, despise was like brutal, like attack. Uh, it was kind of an abusive thing. Yeah. So poor Hagar is like, oh, my goodness, here I am. Mm-hmm. She's pregnant. She's being mistreated. She's like, what is going on? I was put into a situation I didn't want to be involved in. Mm -hmm. And now I'm being mistreated on top of that. Not only do you make me sleep with your husband, but now you're going to mistreat me now that I'm pregnant. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not cool. And that just shows that you can't do things in your feelings Mm -hmm. because your feelings always change. Like she told Abraham, yes, go sleep with Hagar. Mm -hmm. But now she's getting mad that Hagar slept with Abraham, even though she told she told her that and she Mm -hmm. told Abraham to do that. Mm -hmm. Now, let's look at it, too, from their perspective, too, because Abram was 70 years old when he received the promise. Mm -hmm. He is 86 years old when Ishmael is born. 16 years of waiting on that promise. How do you think we would have reacted? Mm. 16 years of God spoke it, and now 16 years have gone by. That's a long time to wait on God's promise. Do you think you maybe would have acted a little bit like Sarai and wondered and thought, well, you know, I still want the word of the Lord to come to pass. Let me, Mm -hmm. maybe it's this way. And you start to think that you know better and that it could be another way. So then here, let's go back to the story where now, Hagar, after being mistreated, the poor thing, she just, she runs away. Think about it. She's pregnant. You're already feeling some kind of hormonal when you're already pregnant. Your emotions are all over the place. Mm -hmm. And now you're pregnant and you're being mistreated on top of that. So she runs to the desert. And here is just like my favorite part. Mm 
because when she runs to the desert, um, it says that there God found her. God found her. That means he was looking for her. He was in search of her. He found her. And not only does he find her, but I love that he asks her two questions. So it says the angel of the Lord told her, uh, found Hagar near a spring in the desert. And he says to her, where have you come from? And where are you going? Those are the two questions. But she only answers one. She says, I've come from being with my mistress. I'm running away because, you know, she knows that she's being mistreated. Mm -hmm. And yet in this moment, the angel tells her, okay, listen, I'm giving you a promise. It's like, you're going to go back to your mistress and you're going to submit to her. Wow. Go back and submit. Oof, go back and submit to that person that ain't treating you the way that you should be treated. Yes. Go back and humble yourself wow. and submit and trust that as you submit and you're humble, I'm going to bless you wow. and I'm going to give you descendants. Mm-hmm. That is not an easy thing to no, do, guys. No. Yeah. But she's going back a different way because she's mm. going back with God's promise. Yes. Oh, yes. God, God didn't take her out of that, but he... But he sent her back with him. He mm. sent her back with his promise. Mm. He said, you're going to change the atmosphere. I'm going to send you back and you're going to change the atmosphere mm. with the promise that I have given you. Mm. And I love that, you know, not only when the angel, first of all, God is looking for her. He finds her. You can't find something you're not looking for. Mm. Not only that, but did you notice that in the whole story, this is the first time we hear her name. She mm. is called by her name. Hagar. Up to this wow. point, she's been called the Egyptian slave girl. Wow. But Come God on. calls her by her name. Oh, he calls her by her name. It doesn't matter that man doesn't treat you the way you should be treated. Come it doesn't on. matter that others don't see your Come value. God calls you by name. He wow. knows you by name even when others forsake you and make you think that you're less than. That's so good. He took that label off of her. Yeah. That label of slave. Come and on. he just found her as Hagar, as who yes. she is, the daughter that he made. Yes. He took that label away and he just recognized her for who she was. He yes. set her free. He set her free from mm. the kind of, you know, the, the, the sin that she felt. Yeah. He set her free from the shame. The shame. That's yes. what I took for honey. The shame that she was carrying all these years. Mm. Because she probably felt I should have not been the one to bear this child. Mm. Mm. So he released her from mm. her. And it's proven because in verse 11, the angel of the Lord also said to her, you are now my child. Yes. And you will Come have on. a son. You shall name him Ishmael. But I love that before he told her that she was going to have a son, he said, you are my child. Mm. Before I'm going to give you a child, mm. you are my child. And there's someone out there who feels like they don't belong, who yes. you might not have earthly parents they might have left you mm-hmm. but jesus is telling you you are my child yes yes before we are i his. give you my promise i want to show you your identity yes you it's all about identity child yeah. it no goes matter back where you to came that. from yes mm-hmm. it goes back to identity god wants us to be sure and yes. who we are that we are his and he is ours yes. he on. sees us he determines our identity he yes. puts his name on us he calls us by name yes he doesn't call us by anything other than by name because he wants us to rest in our identity that he is the one that calls us and names us and not only does he call her by name but he gives her the promise and he gives her her son's name come on 
And I just love that, you know, when the angel of the Lord found her because he was looking for her mm-hmm. yeah. and he validates her by yes. saying, I see you, yes. but even mm-hmm. takes it far enough to be like, I hear you as well. Yes. Because yeah. when she gave her her son's name, Ishmael, mm-hmm. because the Lord has listened to your affliction. Yeah. Yes. And Ishmael means God hears. Yes. So he yes. saw her, yes. found her in the desert and was Come like, on. you're going to go back to the, go back to the mistress, go back to the mystery. Come on. But, don't forget that the Lord hears you. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. You're going back. No. You. Yes. Yeah. You're going back knowing that I see you and that I hear you. Mm-hmm. I yes. see you and I hear you. And I love so that, good. you know, she goes back knowing this, that she's not this insignificant Egyptian Come slave on. girl. She is seen by the most high yeah. and God gives her a great honor yeah. because she gets to name God. She calls him El Roy, the mm-hmm. God that sees me. Come on, Come on. That's so good. Mm. that is so, so good. good. And good. it's not that when she went to God that her identity changed. It's that He revealed it to her. Yes, mm. He reveals God it to revealed her. Revealed her identity because He said, "I see you." Mm. Mm. Yes. I will reveal to you who yes. you are because when you come to God, God's not gonna let you leave without something. Yes, he yes. Said, I see you, and I give you my blessing. She's mm. leaving knowing that. She's leaving with the name of God, El Roy, the God who sees me. Mm-hmm. And with the evidence in her belly of Come the on. God who hears her. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Amen. Come on now. I don't know where you are today, but know mm-hmm. this. God sees you. Mm-hmm. God hears you. Yes. Those cries are not in vain. God leans in. He looks Thank for you. Jesus. He's looking yes, for you to Lord turn Jesus. to him and come, come to him yes, and speak Jesus. to him. Because he's on. always been there seeing you walk in the yes. journey with you yes. he is the god that sees you you are seen so now hagar is going back she's going back with this promise she's going back knowing that she's seen and she's heard by god she goes and she delivers ishmael and now she's walking around the camp with her son sarah sarai is still waiting She's still waiting. She's still in the waiting. So she already waited 16 years. And now God does another covenant. He confirms his covenant. And the sign of the covenant is the circumcision. So everybody gets circumcised. Abraham at an old age right there with his son. Family meeting. (laughs) Imagine if we called the family meeting for that. Wow. They all get circumcised. And from the time Sarah's already waited 16 years and now... She has a, they have a visit from some angels and they tell them again, Sarah's going to have a baby. And she laughs because she thinks like, wait a minute, I I really like already. And she's still thinking, okay, already we, we found a quote solution with Ishmael. And, but God is still saying that it's going to be me. Mm -hmm. And now I'm even older because 16 Mm -hmm. years have passed. And so she becomes pregnant. And but it took another 14 years, guys, 14 more years before her Isaac, her promised one is born. Talk about a long waiting period. That's a long time to wait for the fulfillment of God's promise. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're you grow tired, Mm -hmm. you grow weary, (laughs) you grow old, just waiting on that fulfillment. And now you got Ishmael in the camp. You got Isaac is in the camp. You got two mama bears Mm. that each believes, you know, no, it's going to be my son. No, it's going to be my son. Only 
crowded. The Lord said, <laughs> it, that's very crowded. <laughs> You're right. The Lord said it was going to be Isaac. It's yeah. through him that I'm going to fulfill that. But yeah. that still didn't discount the promise that God gave Hagar mm. in yes. the desert. Yeah. She was still going to, but through, for Abraham, this is what this was going to be the son that he kept his covenant with. Yeah. And that just shows how God can turn anything yes. for good. Come on. How it wasn't planned. How it wasn't Hagar, planned. It wasn't planned how Hagar was going to have a baby with Abram. Yeah. But how God still used that yes. for the promise. Yes. He said it doesn't matter how it's how it yes. comes. God's just going to give He's you He's going to use it. He doesn't waste your pain. Yeah. Your so pain good. is not wasted. Is your so waiting good. season is not wasted. That is so your good. mistake. Even God can redeem your mistake. Come he on. doesn't waste anything. That's so good. And what I love about it is that, you know, when God gave him the co covenant, you know, he, not only did he, he change their name, but part of the covenant was that he honored even... Um, uh, Ishmael. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's, you know, he didn't forget about Ishmael. Mm -hmm. He says, I'm going to honor everyone. In yeah. yeah. You know, it wasn't yeah. like he was cast to the side. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, yeah. he said, everyone. Yeah. I'm going to honor with this covenant, mm -hmm. even if they're not your biological children mm -hmm. or your biological sons. If they're so in your like, camp, they're, they're going to be blessed. <laughs> they're yeah. They're going to be blessed and be circumcised. <laughs> yes. <laughs> snip, snip. <laughs> yeah. So he says, as long as they're, you know, they live under the covenant. They shall be blessed. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So here they both are, and it comes to a point where Sarai just can't. Well, now she's Sarah because when God comes to just with the angels and says in the in the covenant of circumcision, He changes His name to Abraham, mm -hmm. and He changes her name to Sarah. Yeah. And now here you have Sarah, a little older, maybe not as much a little wiser, but a little <laughs> older. And now she's like, one of us got to go, <laughs> and it ain't gonna be me. Yeah. She makes that clear. <laughs> but I love that she didn't, that the Lord, the Lord, he gave Sarah, he gave Sarai, Sarah. Mm -hmm. But I love that he didn't change Hagar's name, that he just revealed mm -hmm. to her who she was and mm -hmm. he called her by who she is. Mm. Yes, yes. But he was doing a new thing in, in yeah. Sarah. And, I, and, and usually God changes your name because he's getting ready to do a new thing. Yes. And he was doing a new covenant with them and he changed so her good. name. Yeah. And so now here we are, the two are there and one has to go because it's just not working out. It's not, it's not the right, it's not a healthy environment. Yeah. And so Sarah goes up to Abraham and he has to do something that has to be very hard. It grieved his heart to send his firstborn, really, because mm -hmm. he was his son. He yeah. was his mm -hmm. firstborn yeah. to send him away. That grieved his heart. Mm -hmm. But again, God promises that I'm going to meet them. Don't worry about them. Mm -hmm. I got them. Mm -hmm. I'll take care of them. Remember, I have a coming and keeping God yeah. mm -hmm. and I'm going to take care of them. So even though they get sent away to the desert, God still takes care of them. Yeah. So I want us to look at both now. Let's put both women side by side yeah. and let's look at our lives I don't know if maybe you find yourself today like Sarah I did, mm -hmm. yeah. where you're at a place of waiting. Yeah. You're at a place where it's been a long time. Yeah. God has spoken a word over you. You're mm -hmm. waiting on a promise. I want to encourage you just to trust God. Yes. It doesn't matter the waiting season. Yeah. There's something that he's doing in the waiting, but you can take this to the bank that if God oh. said it, he's going to come through. Yep. Yes. He is not a man that he should lie. Yeah. If God spoke it, you can be sure in that yeah. promise. Amen. Don't give up in the waiting. Don't create an Ishmael in the 
waiting. Just stand there and believe and trust God. Know that it shall come to pass at the appointed time. But maybe you're in a different situation where you're seeing yourself as a Hagar who's being mistreated. You're seeing yourself as somebody that you feel forgotten. You feel alone. You feel overlooked. You feel like you don't even have an identity. But know that God sees you today. Know that you matter to him. Know that wherever you go, God will call you out. Where can you go to hide from his presence? Wherever you are, he will find you. You're not overlooked. You're not forgotten. You're, you are seen. Yes. He sees you and he hears you. And when you look at both of their lives, they both got their promises. Come on. But they both had a waiting season. Yes. And so no matter what you're going through, you will get your promise. Amen. Yes, yes. No matter what, don't quit. Don't give up. Whatever the season you're in, the yes. Sarah season or the Hagar season, yeah. you have a God that loves you. Amen. You have a promise keeper. Yeah. He sees you. He hears you. Yes. He will not neglect you. He will not forget you. Yeah. But you are loved by the Most High. Yeah. Amen. 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 Hey guys, if you were blessed by this podcast, please take a moment to like, share, follow on all streaming platforms. Bye. Bye. Bye.